Hey guys, and welcome to episode 6 of My Health Companion. Today I am so inspired. I've, I've uh, listened to a lot of uh, different podcasts today and uh, gotten really, really good tips on different uh, areas of, of uh, health, uh, I would say. Um, so I'm not really sure what to talk about today, but I think I'm going to talk about, um, because this is what I know like I can talk about uh, the longest actually so that could actually be a t- a, a, an entire episode and I'll keep the other subjects uh, for later. So today I'm going to talk about how uh, like my journey to cure my allergies and uh, since it's spring and uh, it's a lot of uh, a lot of you guys out there have issues with uh, hay fever just like me and uh, I don't know if the word is pollen but I think it's pollen because it's pollen in Swedish so why not in English right? Uh, <laughs> so for you guys who suffer from allergies, oh, I'm with you. Just hang in there. It'll get over soon. Um, and for you who have issues with, uh, like birch and, and like for your, you have, who have allergies, um, all summer long and all spring long, I know there are some people who have, um, her basically out the entire spring and summer so ooh, I'm sorry for you guys but I hope this can help you um, I hope it will help me it, uh, you'll get to know later in the episode <laughs> so basically uh, I want to start off um, to talk about just what I mean by curing um, it's not curing like the symptoms by taking antihistamines it's basically what I what I say I mean it's basically um, I'm on a journey right now to try and cure my allergies, um, basically get rid of them entirely because I have not always had allergies and I somehow somewhere believe that allergies are sure it's, it's, it can be in your DNA, but I, I basically think it's, it's, um, uh, it's some kind of, um, unbalance basically. It's some kind of, um, um, way of your body saying that okay I'm, I'm dealing with too much uh, there's too m- too much toxin too much of something too little nutrients something 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 that makes you basically um, react uh, get get worse allergies or even develop them in the first place so um, so this is really exciting you guys I think uh, I think you can I think you can um, actually um, get away with like really have some impact in this um, by just trying to like take control of the situations basically because in my case I developed allergies uh, like the first time I even noticed I had some issues in the spring was basically when I was like 13, 14 um, walking home from uh, from the train uh, from school basically uh, when when like the the flowers were blooming and and everything was kind of at its uh, at its peak, uh, I would get some. Um, it would kind of sting in my nose a bit, and I, my eyes would get a little bit little bit runny. But I didn't know that was allergies. Uh, I just felt like oh this is yeah. I just kind of got a little bit annoyed by it because um, I couldn't take an entire breath without it stinging stinging a little bit because I'm a. Um, 
I'm what you call a life enjoyer. Uh, that was very basic, uh, translated from Sweden, <laughs> Swedish. Um, basically, it's a person who just kind of enjoys life. Whatever comes their way, they're just like flowing through. And that was basically who I was when I was younger. And that's what what my mission is to to come back to. Basically, to enjoy life more and and look on the positive side and do stuff that makes you happy and just create a very good life quality for yourself basically so um this was the first time i noticed it but nothing really happened until i was 19 and i had struggled um for a while with stress it was the last year of, of uh high school or gymnasium we call it like it's basically uh, pre-college uh, so you're 19 or 18 or 19 when you graduate from school so it's basically you're you're um yeah you're um what would you call it like your your basic educational uh kind of uh, when you're yeah and then later you can choose to go to university which most people do so basically they yeah basically high school i would say i don't know uh, how, what you would call it uh, but anyway, that's not important. Um, so basically, um, I graduated school and I was 19 at the time. It was it was basically in the beginning of summer. So this was uh, begin, beginning of June. And I had had some stress issues. Uh, like for a couple of months, I remember having kind of a... a dizzy dizzy head I got I got dizzy I felt like I would faint at one point and uh, then then it was fine and I didn't really sleep at all it was a lot of it was a lot of partying and stuff like that going on because it it's all part of the graduation kind of uh, mode that you go through and so what happened was I uh, I had just recently graduated it was like the week after my my big graduation and I was sitting in a park with some friends drinking some wine having a good time and then we went out and we were out because here in Sweden you you can go out when you're 18 so basically you can go anywhere uh, uh, you can go out drinking when you're 18 basically you don't have, you don't have to be 21 um, so uh, we were out partying, having a really good time, and I slept, uh, I uh, stayed over at my friend's house. We were like five or six people in, in, uh, in the apartment, and then when I woke up, I had a kind of funny feeling, uh, like in my hands, and I realized my hands were swollen, so they were entirely swollen. I had like, uh, um, oh, I'm just going to Google this. Uh, it was kind of a, a rash. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google Translate this because I'm not sure what this is. You know, I don't edit this. Uh, I don't edit edit <laughs> these podcasts. I just kind of like this is my conversation to you. So if if you're if you don't like it, then I'm, I'm sorry. But but this is just how I how I work. So okay, I'm just gonna look this up. Mm hives okay so nettle rash oh yeah nettle rash okay so so uh, I had a nettle rash or hives it's also translated into um, like on my arms and, and kind of on, out on my hands uh, also and then uh, so 
the lucky thing was uh, one of the one of the people uh, in the apartment that was in my like friends group because um, all of the people that I used to hang out with they were like six years older than me or something so she had basically gone to college and everything so she was a nurse uh, she was a, a, a graduated nurse so uh, she went into full nurse uh, mode and kind of just like okay looked into like did I have any issues swallowing um, uh, how was my breathing was my breathing fine and she kind of just felt like uh, uh, she she looked around my ankles and like my wrists and she asked me if I was swollen and stuff like that and she basically just said okay we're just gonna go to the emergency room no need to worry I don't think you're gonna have like a shock but but she was like, kind of like, okay, you need some, you need some, um, some, yeah, you need to be taken care of, basically. Um, so I went into the emergency room. I got uh, some, uh, uh, I got some antihistamines and I got some uh, cortisone, and uh, just kind of um, stayed in there for, um, just kind of, just to see that nothing. Uh, escalated any further so and it, and it didn't uh, which was lucky so basically what I had experienced was a, an allergy shock uh, but it could also have been a stress shock it's basically something that they look very similar they can have the similar symptoms so I'm not really sure what it was but it went it got better with antihistamines and and I don't know if if, uh, if it helps both uh, both uh, symptoms but yeah it, it helped uh, it helped the situations anyway and then the week after that, kind of just I like two nights later, I woke up again with like my lips were swollen and my eyes were swollen and just kind of like it wasn't a really good good um, week for me. So we went into the emergency room again, and my dad he has uh, he has allergies, so he was kind of like the cool one in the situation. He was just like, oh, they're gonna take care of you, and you're gonna get like. Some, because uh, I, I had uh, this feeling that I was, uh, it was kind of, I had some trouble breathing. It felt like uh, I had, like, it was kind of heavy, um, like in my chest. I got, I kind of got this heavy feeling uh, when I, when I was breathing. So, um, so I got some medicine, like I got an inhaler kind of thing on my, uh, on my mouth. Uh, and uh, like, he was like, oh, this is the good stuff <laughs> and you'll feel better. And, and I did. Uh, it was, it was good. I was uh, being uh, well taken care of um, by the, by the, uh, the, the nurses and the doctors. They were very nice to me. And uh, so basically after that, uh, it happened like one, like it happened basically three times. We went in, in and out uh, and then I got. Uh, like a 10-day kind of medicine um, cure uh, or whatever you call it. So I was I was supposed to eat cortisone and antihistamines for like uh, 10 days in a row or something like that. And um, what happened after that was basically I got really, really tired of the medication. I slept basically half the days. Uh, it, was, uh, it was not nice. It wasn't the best summer. But anyway... After that, I kind of experienced each year that that came after this kind of allergy, first allergy shock or whatever you would call it, um, I started experiencing, I got more and more symptoms basically each and every spring. And each, before each and every spring, I was just kind of telling myself in total denial that I wasn't allergic. 
like, oh, well, I'm not allergic. I don't, I don't have um, a slip from the doctor saying that I'm allergic, so I'm not allergic. I mean, just allergic people are allergic, <laughs> you know? Because I had been proud my entire life that I wasn't allergic to anything, and then I became allergic, and it wasn't that fun, so I didn't really want to experience that. Um, but anyway, so it took, I'm not kidding here, it took, uh, it took about uh, three years um, when I moved uh, from home uh, up to the northern parts of Sweden and when that spring came it was kind of, it, we call it the birch city basically. So it's a city that they planted a lot of birch trees and uh, yeah, that's not a really kind pollen uh, I would I would say. So. I went to the doctors before the season started and I tried, I got tested for allergies and basically the test didn't say that I was allergic. So I was like, well, the test says that I'm not allergic, so then I'm not allergic and I didn't eat any antihistamines that spring and I don't really, didn't really feel that good actually, honestly. So it took about like, I'm not kidding, it was, this was a uh, 2015, um, so in 2015, I actually went to the doctors again, and this was when I moved down from from uh, the northern part from Umeå down to Stockholm. So, um, so it was kind of like also the pollution had a had a point in this. Uh, it made it worse. So, by this point, I went to the doctors and I just said like, okay, so the the over the counter medicine doesn't really work. Um, actually, it all kind of depends on how you use it as well, because I, I realized I didn't use it properly from the beginning. Now, uh, when I look back, but anyway, I, I, I told them it doesn't it doesn't work. Uh, I'm I'm not feeling better. Uh, I still have very very many symptoms and stuff like that. Anyway, yeah. So I got I got some really good medicine and I got an inhaler and I got nasal spray and I got the full package and the doctor basically said well this doesn't have to show on your blood test uh, which what which was what I had done before but he had only checked for like one pollen aller uh, allergy he had just checked for for birch which was the, the pollen I believed I was allergic for uh, to um, but anyway I got some medicine and she was like, you have to take this every day and you have to take it like until like uh, two weeks before the season starts. So you have a good protection and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't really follow her advice. I actually started following her advice, uh, I would say last year. And that was the year that I had the least symptoms. I was feeling the best. And um, yeah, so basically what happens is not... I don't only have like a, um, my worst problem is that I get, I get some trouble breathing nowadays. So last year I got some trouble breathing and this has actually also escalated over the years. It's only gotten worse each and every season. Uh, from the beginning I didn't have any asthma at all, but then I've like developed it over the years because I have, I haven't medicated properly. So um, I also really uh, started to noticing when I was up at the stable, when I was like exercising, um, kind of like um, getting kind of a, uh, what's the word for that? Uh, oh, breathless. Yeah, short of breath. So basically when I got winded, uh, I started getting asthma. Um, and this kind of scared me because I was like, well, if this happens when I'm at the stable and just kind of like in the winter by the cold air. I mean, this is going the wrong way and I, I've, I'm, I've not 
really taking care of myself like with my nutrition and my exercise well I thought the exercise would kind of solve itself when I when I got the horse which it did it got a lot better but still my nutrition was was not good at all um, I was eating lot lots of insulin um, like lots of uh, food that that kind of um, um, affects your 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 insulin levels or your blood sugar levels uh, basically like bread pasta lots of um, yeah lots of gluten basically uh, and and I had gotten some trouble with my like my my uh, my stomach my stomach hurt it it was really really I uh, um, not swollen but but what's the like yeah it was very I felt very puffy after I've eaten each day it was kind of like it was tense um so or very tight I felt very tight and or strained oh I don't know the word but you get the idea you know it was like really swollen and uh it didn't feel nice at all and I I actually got went to the doctors and they thought like okay we'll test you for for lactose intolerance and I it didn't show any improvement when I stopped with lactose and I tried gluten well kind of the, it got a little bit better but didn't really you know because I still ate uh, gluten-free products so I still ate the flour but just like gluten-free flour so basically it was still not good for me um, so they kind of just went to the conclusion that I had uh, IBS uh, which is intolerable bowel syndrome in English, I think. Um, so basically, that's just uh, something they say you have when they don't really know what to call it. I would say that's that's my opinion because I don't think it, I don't think everyone that has IBS are like chronic and cannot do anything about it, which is basically what the medical uh, people will tell you. Like, yeah, you you have to eat this this and that kind of foods like don't eat beans don't eat garlic don't eat which is true for for some people for me it wasn't true so basically maybe that's not IBS I'm not sure um but anyway so getting off topic here <laughs> so basically I wasn't taking care of myself at all and um so it actually came to the point where this winter I was up at like I'm one in a hundred, uh, one meter fifty-seven. So I'm one hundred and fifty-seven centimeters, which is basically like Christina Aguilera. I'm not sure if that's like five one or something. I'm gonna take like um, centimeters two inches, so you get a, get the idea for you guys who who uh, uh, who are who are not with the Swedish metric system. So in inches, well, not inches, in feet. Oh, in feet. I have to take it in feet. Two feet. Okay, so that's basically, I would say, I'm sorry, you guys. This is not at all my intention for you to, I don't want to leave you hanging here. Uh, yeah, five, five point one. Yeah, five foot one. Okay, so five foot one. I'm five foot one. And um, I weighed, um, I weighed basically 70, almost 77 kilos. So kilos in pounds is basically, uh, okay, so 77, that's 169 pounds, okay? So that's a lot for someone that's short. 
So I was experiencing a lot of like low blood sugar. I got really, really like I got anxiety, a lot of anxiety uh, if I didn't eat at certain times. And if I didn't have food in my system, I got really, really affected. And if I if I exercised, like if I um, trained too hard, basically, I felt really, really bad afterwards. Like I, I felt really sick afterwards. I got nauseated i got um really like tired and just like i just yeah kind of like i was hung, hung over actually that kind of feeling i got when so, so and i got short of breath and and everything and my asthma got really really bad this winter actually so i was just kind of fed up i was like okay well what i'm doing to my body right now is not good like I can totally tell it's not good and I know somewhere it's not good for me. So what do I do? Um, so basically, I uh, I see I've talked for 20 minutes and I haven't said anything important already. Oh gosh, this is podcast land and I'm not ready for it. <laughs> So I see, I'm, I'm going to see if I should edit this out or if, it, if I'm just going to keep going. I'm sorry, you guys. Okay, so basically what I've done is that I decided to take my mother's advice. Uh, my mother's an acupuncturist. Um, she's educated herself in traditional Chinese medicine, um, which differs a lot from, from the Western medicine that we all, like, we have in the Western world, uh, like, here in Europe and stuff like that, and also in America and, and stuff like that. So, um, she has a totally different view on the body. She looks, uh, she looks at the body before something, like, before symptoms starts to, well, before illness. She looks at the symptoms before the illness occurs. So she looks at the body and she finds imbalance. Like if she feel, finds an imbalance, she'll uh, help uh, help the body try to like recover itself and, and trying to center itself again, uh, either with needles, uh, with with heat uh, from from mox, moxa. I don't know what that is in English, but uh, or acupressure or or massage or um, just basic uh, herbs. Uh, and she also looks at the nutrition, how you sleep, how is your emotional, um, like how are you feeling emotional? That's very important also in TCM. So basically she has a different, she has a, a whole perspective, you could say, like whole foods. She has a whole human uh, um, look, outlook on, on the situations or on each, each patient, basically. So you could... You could imagine my mother seeing all of this happen to me and not like having the power to affect me in this. So basically, she was thrilled when I finally asked for help. Um, so I just basically said, okay, what do I have to do to, to make this situation better for myself? Um, can I actually cure this allergy? And she was like, well, I can't say you will, but I hope you will. And I kind of think you can really do some really good changes for yourself. So anyway, even if you don't cure it, you can really, really affect it. She was certain I could affect it to the, for the better. Um, so, so by, I would say like end of February, uh, 2018, 
I just kind of, okay, I, I asked her, okay, so I had already stopped eating uh, dairy and, and gluten for like uh, two weeks or something. And I just felt like, okay, I feel something happening in my body and I like it because I got really, I got much more energy that I didn't, I hadn't had in a really long time, basically before my accident, even before then. So I just felt like something positive was happening in my body, was responding very well. And um, uh, so then I just basically called her up and I said, okay, what do I have to do? to balance my body. Do you think I can do something really drastic here? And she was basically saying, yes, um, sure you can and you should uh, just go for it. So she gave me some advice and they were really simple um, to start off with. And then you can always um, like improve and, and develop that. But for starters, she was like, okay, just keep on doing what you're doing, which is basically not eating any dairy products. Because what I had um, in in TCM, I'm not sure, but it was basically um, you're you have moisture inside of you. I don't know what that's not the right word they use in TCM, but basically um, you're imbalanced by eating a lot of sugars. A lot of uh, gluten and also dairy, they all have effect where you uh, create, like it's, it's, it's creating phlegm, right? It's creating phlegm. You feel like you get, you get really like <clears throat> in, your, in your throat and you start getting um, issues with asthma and stuff. And this is all a part, she was like, sure, you, you have problems because you have too much phlegm or you have too much moisture in your body. And... And that, um, that basically, uh, is from the, uh, is, is from the spleen. Uh, and when the spleen can't handle it anymore, uh, it's just trying to get rid of all this moisture. Uh, when it can't handle it, it, it travels up to your lungs. And that's when you, when you start getting like more issues, you get seeing, you start seeing more, uh, symptoms like, uh, yeah. They, they get worse, basically. So she was basically saying, this is not something you can change in a couple of weeks. You have to do this really, really... Uh, you have to f be very focused for at least three months. She was like, at least, to try to get your body to balance, uh, balance this issue. And that will definitely help your asthma. So I was like, okay, I'm in for it. I'll do it. And she was like, yeah, and when you do this, you will lose weight, which was which will also help get rid of this moisture and get get your body more balanced and get the spleen and everything kind of like in in a better mode where it can handle um because you're not you're not continuing to fill your body with with a lot of bad stuff basically so she was like get rid of the um so my tips to you are very simple uh stop eating dairy products all of them. Stop eating it. Just don't eat it. You can have coconut butter instead of instead of normal butter, and you can just kind of uh, um, and you should you should you should definitely not uh, replace them with like soy. That's like the worst thing you could do. I'm not gonna even talk about that. I'll talk that about that one different in a different uh, episode. But definitely, you should not replace it with like soy or stuff like that. Uh, what you can do if you want to, you can make your own almond milk. 
Um, but basically what I eat at a normal day um, uh, is basically I start my day with some oatmeal and just regular oatmeal which is non-gluten um, non-gluten uh, gluten-free it's the word uh, gluten-free oatmeal and then I take some frozen raspberries or blueberries and I and I put them into a, a pot and then I add some water and I uh, bring it up to a boil and then uh, I have that instead of milk on my pour, uh, on my oatmeal and I have uh, a lot of cinnamon I love cinnamon so I just add a lot of cinnamon and I pour over the over the kind of uh, uh, raspberry mixture or blueberry uh, mixture like it's milk so you get even you get that wet uh, kind of uh, help when you eat oatmeal anyway and it's really good it's very tasty uh, so that's what I eat every day for breakfast and then usually I either eat some fruit because um, but then you also have to think about okay ci citrus fruits are not really good so what and bananas you should definitely not eat bananas so that's kind of harsh also to kind of um, you know find the way through because you need some basic like rules and what what you should eat and not eat but uh, what I eat today is basically um, is uh chocolate chocolate balls do you have that in america i'm not even sure you have that actually um yeah chocolate balls <laughs> oh my gosh i'm not gonna even continue on talking about that okay so we have some chocolate balls <laughs> which i basically um, I do the mixture of, on raisins, some um, seeds, and uh, basically cocoa, uh, coconut butter, um, some coconut flakes, and um, some, some, a little bit of coffee also in that mixture, and, and, and some oatmeal. Um, and I, I, I'll, I can give you the recipe in another episode or something, uh, or in the description. I'm kind of lazy, I'm, I, don't, I don't think I will do it now, but... But that for like, um, um, what's that? Oh, I'm sorry, this is the worst episode ever. Like a snack, like a pre-lunch snack and also a pre-dinner snack. So, um, and for lunch, it's basically just kind of like, uh, chicken thighs, um, which with a lot of, uh, just spices, different spices and, and just, uh, basically in a pan. Uh, and then some rice and also um, some some uh, steamed or, or uh, boiled uh, vegetables um, to that. So you should basically focus on eating uh, a lot of stews, a lot of wet food actually. You should prepare your food um, wet. So um, basically stir fries with a lot of moisture is really good for you uh, when you should get rid of this problem, which should balance your body. And then I take the snack again, and then basically the same thing as I did for lunch for for dinner. And I will I will be better. I will give you a lot lots and lots of advice. I think I will start kind of like an Instagram account. Uh, I will do this further on if I see that it's interest. And if you're interested in 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 knowing these stuff like these recipes and stuff, please please just send me an email um, to myhealthcompanion at gmail.com so I know. Because I know it's hard to review and, and SoundCloud and, 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 and iTunes. But if you feel like you, sh you, sh you want to rate that also, go ahead. I I'd love to uh, hear your thoughts and, and, and stuff. Okay, so I've been ranting about this and I haven't really gotten to the point. I'm very sorry. This is like the worst podcast <laughs> episode ever. Um, 
so basically, yeah. Um, get rid of dairy, get rid of gluten, get rid of all sugars, artificial sugars and normal sugars, right? Just try to eat whole foods. So don't mind sugars in like fruit or berries or stuff like that. Don't get, don't get dumb people, right? Um, just try to like think about what you would eat when like when you lived in, if you lived in the Stone Age, basically, you would eat your berries, you would eat your fruits, uh, you would eat, uh, you would eat basically, yeah, basically meat and stuff like that. And I added some rice, right? Okay, so anyway, I'm not perfect. Uh, so what that has done is it's really created a really good environment in my body. Um, I feel so much better. My anxiety has gotten so much better. My sl I sleep better. I get energy. Like I has I still have energy when I come home from work, basically, which is a total new feeling. I haven't had that in a few years, actually. So this is really good. And it is spring, and I'm at, I'm taking my uh, my antihistamines. I am I'm still doing that, but I haven't had a single problem with my asthma, like in a while and I I had some issues even though I ate my antihistamines last year I had some trouble with my asthma especially if I visited if I was up in the stable and if I was exercising and stuff like that I had some difficulty but this year I do not so I was kind of like well they talk a lot about this being like the worst year um, hay fever wise in a lot of years and I I well up until now at least I haven't felt it so I'm very, very happy about that. And that tells me I'm doing something good for my body. I'm trying to, like, I'm, I'm, I, I shouldn't, I should just continue on what I'm doing, what I'm doing and seeing what will happen. And this, this is kind of like rare. It, it usually don't happen this fast. Basically what you should do is you should start like doing these kind of good changes for yourself really, really early on. So hopefully by next year, if I keep doing this, Hopefully by next year, maybe I don't even need to take my antihistamines or stuff like that. Maybe because this, I mean, the body doesn't balance itself in like a few months. If you've, if you've, if you've uh, developed allergies over like several years, it's not going to just disappear in like a month. It doesn't work like that. So it's basically the same thing about weight. If you've spent a lot of time adding on weight, it takes a lot of time to get it off and keep it off, right? So I think the same thing goes for allergies and, and kind of like trying to balance your body. If you've done something for a long time, it's going to take a long time to try to get, get it right again. Uh, just just continue on, like just push through. Just uh, If you get lost on the way, just start over, start over, start over. Nothing's holding you back but you. So you can have every excuse, but if you still start over, you're doing the right thing for you and you're creating a better environment for yourself and for your body and you're uh, opening up for possibilities for you to get better, right? Um, but this could be hard if you're not in, like, if you're not in that place yet. So hope, hopefully th these kind of words will help you. I do hope so. So I'm going to end it there. And if you're not happy with this episode, please let me know. <laughs> And I will, I will try because I had this idea that this episode would be so good. I was like, I know exactly what I should talk about. 
And then I just started ranting and ranting and ranting, and that was not at all not at all my intention, actually. So I'm sorry about that. But I hope you've、uh, enjoyed this anyway. I mean, hopefully some people like like hearing me talk. I mean, I hope so. So um, yeah. Uh, with that said, I will be back with another episode, hopefully soon. Maybe just like in an hour.、Uh, probably. I I I feel like I'm in the flow right now, people. Yeah, you could tell. I like talking today. I'm like, ooh, I'm in the zone. I'm in the podcast zone. <laughs> so anyway, people,、uh, I hope this helped.、Uh, and if you're curious about, like, if you thought this wasn't at all、uh, detailed enough, I will try to get like, I will try to do another episode when I talk. Like when I get more to the point, I can like give you some structure into. Okay, this is exactly what I've done. And get you some examples of okay, this is what I eat, this is what I don't eat because and because why not, you know? So I give you、um, why and why nots to certain foods. That could be a good thing. That could be an episode. Yeah, I could do that if it's if you feel like listening to it. So please、uh, comment or、uh, rate this uh, uh, this podcast.、Um, every Kind of comment helps and lets me know if you're even listening. I can I can see that some people of、uh, some of you are listening to this,、um, but I haven't gotten any comments.、Uh, just get some likes here and there, and I really really want to know what you're thinking.、Uh, like what what do you want to hear? I I love talking so and I'm very interested in everything health related. So I can basically talk about anything. So if you have any questions.、Um, Or subject you want me to touch upon, and let me know. And I, as I told you, my mother is an acupuncturist, and my plan is to get her onto this podcast as well.、Uh, also, I have a friend who's a personal trainer. I, I'd love to have her on a on an episode. So that's all in, all in the plan. But you know, I'm a very spontaneous person, so we'll see what happens, right? So, anyways, thank you for listening in today, and I will talk to you soon. Take care, people. Bye.